Welcome to the Think Inspired Podcast. If you're looking to make your dreams a reality, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get out of that lockdown rut, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get more energy from feeling lazy all the time, then this podcast is for you. If you just simply want to level up in your life, then this is for you. My name is Patrick Hong, and I'm the host of Think Inspire, a podcast that helps people who want to create momentum in their fitness journey and keep the body of their dreams. Welcome to Think Inspire. Welcome back to the Think Inspire podcast with your boy, Coach Pat, and I'm with a very special guest, not my little brother, but my older brother, Anthony Hong. Welcome to the podcast, my man. Going on. What's good? I'm old. Same old? Just now on a podcast. Yeah, cool. Well, my man, come closer because the microphone's here. <laughs> so let's talk about pretty much like what's been happening in your life. You know, you, we, did a tra- we did our first um, transformation challenge back in 2014 when I wanted to open my gym. And like, I remember our schedule. We were waking up every morning listening to the Hodger Twins before we went to the gym. Um, so yeah, like tell us what's been happening with your 100-day challenge that you had. Um, so bit of, well, it wasn't really a challenge to begin with. It was just basically, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to sign up. I, I've got a gym set at home. So basically I was doing that and I didn't, I kind of outworked it. So there was not enough like equipment and stuff like that. So I thought, you know what, screw it. I need to get myself to gym, get motivated and signed up to a gym, did a yearly membership. And then, um, I started going every day. I didn't feel like I needed a day off. Um, and I think I got to like 40, 50 days. And then I thought, you know what, I'm screwed. I'm going to do a hundred days. And then that's when I said, all right, well, and I, I've got my Apple watch to keep me like, I record everything. I record the, um, workouts, the walk, the walks, everything. And, um, and it gives me like a, like an award thing every time <laughs> when I, um, when I hit my goals yeah. and that kind of kept me on track. And then, um, yeah, 40, 50 days in, I thought, screw, I'm going to go for a hundred. So, um, I think it was two days ago was my 100th day mm. and I took a day off yesterday for the first time in 100 days. <laughs> That's cool. Cindy's like, I've seen you at your fight, uh, my fight, Brave Dermot. Ronnie's like, what's up, boys? Who's got more hectic abs, you or Jang? <laughs> what's up, guys? Um, so, okay, now this 100-day thing. Oh, Yang. <laughs> with this 100-day challenge that you had, why? What, what gave you the motivation to actually start it? Where were you before? He was telling me what he was eating before the 100-day challenge. Can you give my audience and your audience a little bit of a run through of what you were eating before? <laughs> so a, a, a lot of junk. Um, I didn't go overboard. Like I think um, I fluctuate my weight fluctuates a little bit, but um, overall I would probably be between sixty eight kilos to seventy five kilos, um, and it would just kind of go from muscle to to fat around the belly. Um, and basically, what I ate was probably a lot of macas, <laughs> like a lot. Of Macca's. Yeah, this is the brother who eats KFC but still and, has a six pack. And and KFC. Yeah, and KFC. He had six he had KFC last night, I saw. Yeah, I had KFC last night. <laughs> yeah, this is the one. Um yeah, so um, junk. Uh, but I I wouldn't eat it every time. Oh, like, I don't know, Macca's I, I I used to eat every day, every morning for breakfast. Breakfast is all right. It's not like um, you know, the other meals. Um, but you know, lunch and dinner I would have like steaks, um, veggies, salad, um, eggs, um, relatively whole foods. Um, the only, I guess, processed foods would be Maccas and KFC. <laughs> so every morning you'd have like a sausage egg McMuffin and throughout the day it's double. like yeah, double. double. Sorry. Yeah. I'd bro- I, guys, I've seen this guy eat when we're out, we're brothers. Like we're what? Like maybe 
eight years apart. If I eat the same shit he would eat, I would be fucking a lot more fat than I am now. And it's weird. Like, it's also very frustrating when I was uh, doing my um, modeling photo shoot with him. Like, we were training the same, eating the same fucking food, and his body would just shred, like, like really good. I've always taught him to do, a like, a body a bodybuilding competition because he's got a great physique for it um and he's got a crazy metabolism he could eat shit all day and still like not be fat so tell us man like uh you mentioned before like what was the side effects of eating shit all the time oh um now you don't the, the problem is you don't realize it straight away um you realize it once you come out of it and, and and i only picked that up after when i started getting back into the gym on a daily routine and um and it was basic well it was really not really the diet but it, 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 it kind of gave me a lot of um brain fog so it was harder to process things and um and work out uh so i'm, I'm a mortgage broker for my, my day jobs uh, mortgage broker and i need to kind of figure out strategies and finance um and, and work through financials and all that stuff so it's a lot of brain power and i think when i was unhealthy it was harder to get to the solution quicker um the food, yeah, okay, but um, the fitness probably did more. The, the workouts, the exercise, that probably did more for my mental health than the food. Mm. The food kind of helped towards the end. I wish I had his metabolism right, right, fucking hell. And he's uh, he's a lot older now, and he's still got a fire metabolism. So, bro, what is this one hundred day challenge um, that you're doing that you've completed? Sorry, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think we did we talk about that. Yeah, so basically, um it's well i'll tell you from the start the start was just basically just get into the gym go every day um and the first 40 50 days i didn't need a rest i didn't feel like i needed a rest i felt um you know muscle memory is a good thing so obviously i've done uh exercise and weightlifting before and i got myself into a pretty fit um shape um lost all that got kind of skinny fat um and uh when i got back in my body recomposed pretty quickly and um and the muscle memory came back and um and that fired up the, the kind of the motivation so i kept on going so i didn't need a, a day off then um you know 50 days in i said like screw i'm gonna do it to 100 days my my watch my apps are keeping me on track and it keeps giving me rewards and it keeps reminding me literally i'm seeing it you know 51 day 52 days 53 days 54 days and the thought of taking a day off and not getting the 55th day or the 56th day that that was that um that was worse in, in my mind than actually going to the gym and doing the workout mm. so um i think i got to 80th like 79th day and well Actually, I got around 70 days and I thought, fuck, I, I need to take a, a day off. Can we, can we swear on this? Are you, you can swear as much as you want. <laughs> um, so basically, um, I thought I need a day off. Um, and it's it's taught me a few things. Um, I don't think you need to go every day for 100 days. Um, not if you want to change your body shape and get fit. Um, but you do need to do it if you want to learn about yourself and discipline. Mm. um i think that like after like doing so many days it was just it doesn't matter how i felt i just went that was just part of uh, my routine and i didn't need to think about it in fact when i took that day off yesterday i felt pretty off like i needed to go in um and uh, my friends were saying well, i shouldn't be listening to my mind i should be listening to my brain uh my body which is a little harder to do but yeah so i, I think um the 80th day i thought okay well, we've got 20 days left uh, I'm going to change my diet a bit. So I dropped my calories. So I was probably sitting about 74 kilos um, at about uh, 80 days. And then um, I thought, oh, when I start shredding 
a bit of weight. A few people that I follow on Instagram were going to bodybuilding comps and I saw them change and I saw them get to like really stupid low mm. body fat percentage and that kind of inspired me to, okay, well, then now it's time to kind of cut the calories. So I wasn't counting calories, but um, on the 80th day I started counting calories. So I, I did mm. um, 2,100-ish calories a day and that was like starvation at the start. Um, but getting to the 80th day, that's already taught me discipline and because um, I started this this calorie counting um regime um it wasn't hard i i, I was just disciplined into achieving my goal and i thought well, i'm just going to keep doing it because um people tend to want to see the results sooner but you don't need to if you believe in the maths and i think um the, and i think the maths um, is basically understanding i mean i mean this is not new right like getting fit, losing weight, counting um, calories in versus calories out. It's not new. It's been around forever. You just need uh, the, the hard part is committing to it. So I did 2,100 calories a day, um, started seeing a lot of the fat come off. Um, and yeah, it was, it was, it's been good. Cool. All right. So guys, if you guys have questions for my brother, um, it'd be really good for you guys to just ask. But okay, so let's talk about this. Now, you mentioned like you had brain fog because of the diet that you had before the 100 day challenge. Hey guys, just a reminder that we offer coaching services. We help 20 to 30 year olds get the body of their dreams without consuming so much of their time. If you want to see more, check out some of our results on Instagram, thedreamteam.fitness. Like when did you start seeing results, not just on your body, but like just the way you would function. You mentioned productivity as well. Like when was that? Like when did you say, fuck, it's working. Like I feel so much better. Like when did you get those? Um, those I think I think within the first twenty days. Mm. I think the first twenty days, I started realizing the benefit straight away. I um, the routine helped. Um, people complain about routine um, because it's not, and I think it's it's that that's a, a huge problem in itself. Because I think um, the way social media is kind of come about, people want. Um, excitement 24 7 the problem with social media doesn't show how people get to where they've gotten based on the routine that they've done and you know it could be days weeks months years um so 20 days straight i, I felt it straight away um and before that i wasn't going to the gym you know maybe once to twice in the garage gym my home gym a week mm. tops and i wasn't doing as much i wasn't burning as many calories i wasn't lifting as much Mm, okay. Uh, let's talk about what your training split looks like now. So for anyone that wants to um, understand what like a hundred days looks like, like what so basically, the fuck, how do you split that out of over? Yeah, good question. So at the start it was, um, so I go by PPL, push, pull, legs. Um, and you can only do that twice in a week before you've got an extra day of either rest or whatever you want to do. So I did um, push, pull, legs, push, pull, legs. And then Sunday I would do shoulders. Mm. Um, and then I kind of adjust and, and, and kind of work, you know, sometimes my push would be upper, like, sh um, upper chest. And then the second push would be, you know, um, just lower chest or, or, or mid chest. Um, pull is always pull though. I don't think I've ever kind of changed my pull days, just a lot of pulling movement, a lot of back. Um, not really, I don't really alternate between upper or, or lower back. Um, legs is always legs, just lots of squats. Um, and yeah. Cool. Um, did you notice, this is from Cindy, did you notice a lack of recovery or your body not recovering as well as you normally would when you ate like shit? Um, in terms of recovery, what do you mean? Did you like eat? when you're training, but you're not eating very good, did you notice that your recovery was poor? How was your recovery when you're not eating well, but you're training a lot? 
Well, it's hard because, like, I think a lot of it's mental. Like, how do you even know if you're if you're actually recovering or, or, or if you're not? Like, how do you know? Like, do you talk to your body? Like, and is your body giving you proper signals? Like, people, or, or you know, is the signals just weak minded, or is it actually your body breaking down? Um, I we our 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 dad especially was always been very strict on us, and and I've carried that through throughout my life in terms of how I carry myself. Um, and especially with working out, like, you know, some days I'd be, um, I'd wake up and yeah, of course I'd feel like my body needs a break, but then I go to the gym and then I smash out a, a 700, 800 calorie, um, workout. And then I come out like energetic, like with full of like energy and everything. I'd, you know, yeah, sure. Those bigger days, I'd probably go home and pass out in bed about nine, 10 o'clock sometimes, but that's normal. I mean. If you're, you're working out so hard, so in terms of recovery, like it's it's hard to answer that question. You need to kind of um, do it for a longer period of time, and then reassess. You can't make that judgment over ten days, for example, three days straight. You can't. You just can't. You have to do it over a longer period. And and overtraining, you can kind of. I think the body is quite strong with adapting to what you do to your body. So you're not going to kill yourself. Like are you going to really kill yourself by overtraining? Like how many people die from overtraining, mm-hmm. right? So you're, you're kind of almost, I find that I'm kind of almost testing myself to almost the limit and then I'll know, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if, if you know, you can kind of, I, I think scientifically overtraining, um, you don't, not like you kill yourself, but you don't add the same amount of gains. Mm. There's like a... Well, it comes to a point, like 100 days is what, like three, three and a bit months, right? And for you, like, look, 100 days straight in itself is like we were discussing off. It's like in terms of recovery, as long like push pull legs and shoulders, like as long as you're hitting in the body part and giving enough sufficient rest, like let's say over five days, I mean you're going to be good. Yeah. Um, if you start getting injured, that's a sign of overtraining. Um, if you notice you're not recovering enough for your next workout, when you go in there, just everything is like not DOMS, just joints, um, just are hurting. Maybe you're not sleeping because you're in pain a lot. Like those are all symptoms of overtraining. But for most people, they just don't train enough. So like I, for anyone that's listening to this and you think, oh, maybe I'm training too much. Like 80% of the population don't need to hear that. It's just the people that have been training for a very long time, mostly athletes or people that like pretty much like fitness could be an addiction, right? You mentioned that your body, like you you had a day off yesterday and you're like, what the fuck? It's like, yeah, I didn't feel right. It didn't feel right. You know? I, 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 I didn't sleep till like two o'clock. Um, and, and that's not normal. Like for me anyway, for the last hundred days, I was like sleeping, I would pass out at 11 easily mm. if I pushed myself. Um, if I went to bed and turned off all my, so all my phones and, and turned off all the lights, I would pass out at nine if, if, if I turned myself off. Um, so yeah, it is, it is a bit of an addiction. Before you started this hundred days, were you in the worst shape of your life? i don't know. I maybe, but it's hard to tell because, like, I'm. I got I'm the photo, old. man. I got the photo. Yeah, I'm getting old, but I, I'm also <laughs> aging as well. I'm getting old, and um, you're not. I'm not too sure if it's health or it's just um. Everyone after a certain like once you get old, you you're expected to your body's expected to break down in terms of joints and all that stuff. So um, yeah. What was your question? <laughs> was it, were you in the worst shape of your life before you started this hundred days? You, and then you mentioned that. Yeah, it's arguable. Could be, maybe. We got photos. Um, okay. So when it comes to success, and obviously you're very dedicated and consistent and very disciplined with your work ethic. Who do you look for for inspiration? Um. Oh God. Um. In terms of gym, in yeah. terms of well, working out, you can use um like even successful people in your industry and use that mindset. Well, I'll give you both. 
Okay. So for working out, it's like once you get into the rhythm and the system and, 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 and once you become dedicated to the cause, I didn't need much. Sometimes when I'm doing legs, I kind of did. Everyone hates legs for a reason um, it, it, because it grows the biggest, you know, it does the most, squats especially. Um, I would sometimes uh, watch like a motivational YouTube video on, on, on a leg workout. Um, it could be anyone. Like it doesn't have to be anyone specific. In terms of work, they probably have, um, some of the guys in the office, um, some of the brokers in my office that have done very well. I'd um, just watch, see what, they, what they've done, um, how they carry themselves, how much work, uh, what, what their work ethic is like. And then um, and that itself kind of I, I, I carried across to, to the gym as well. Mm, so you mentioned even people at work that you spend time with give you that motivation to like oh, yeah. just get it done. That's really cool because um, I always talk on my podcast about your surroundings and who you surround yourself with kind of dictate most of your habits. Um, how important is to have like a circle of influence around you too? Very important. Mm. Very important. Um, and I was talking to someone um, earlier today about having um, people close to you that you can kind of trust and he's, he's, he's much younger and and uh, I feel like the younger people, they try to do things, everything themselves, and they don't trust people. And it's like, no, you have to have um, a group around you that you can trust and listen to. And you don't have to make mistakes and learn for yourself. You can, like, learn from others and put that in practice. You, like, skip a couple of chapters by doing that. So, um, you know, I've got um, with work, um, so I do home loans and finance for people, um, we have a circle of in influence where we have um, partners that are like buyers agents help you find a property. We have accountants who help manage your finance, especially if you're self-employed. We have real estate agents that help you find properties as well. We have solicitors that help you do the paperwork, um, um, vet the contracts. We have um, all these people, you know, uh, banks, of course, um, that we build relationships with. Um, to make the whole journey better. So you're basically saying you need people to be yes. successful and relationships play not a big part, it, just in fitness, but in your career as well. Okay, um, let's go to pretty much your favorite cheat meals because obviously my man's got a fire metabolism. He can get away with eating whatever he wants. So what's your favorite cheat meals? What do you enjoy? Last night after 100 days. Well, actually, after like, it was probably after like about 30 days of strict dieting, um, I had a three-piece feed at KFC with <laughs> gravy only, um, Pepsi Max. Guys, I've been I've lived with this guy for like 20 years ago. We were living with each other. It, that, nothing's fucking changed. Two-piece feed, three-piece feed. If there was a four-piece feed, he'd be having four-piece feeds. What, what the fuck's with KFC? Why? Why the KFC? I don't know. It's I mean, my, my personal thing. It's um, Well, it's uh, well, we grew up in Queensland and KFC was huge there, especially hot and spicy. So I'm kind of still constantly chasing that hot and spicy taste. So well, we don't have any hot and spicy. I know. Moment. I know. I, I know. I'm not, <laughs> I get it, but I'm still, cha I'm still chasing. <laughs> that's the thing. That's probably why I love it so much because I can't, it's harder to get here. So I'm always, almost going for it. And I'm, I'm not satisfying the, um, the taste buds. So I'm still looking and still going for it. Knowing full well, I won't get it because there's no hot and spicy here in Victoria. Yeah. <laughs> KFC, that's hilarious. Okay, well, that's pretty much it, guys. If you have any questions, um, ask my brother anything to do with his, his abs. He's he, he's got a crazy transformation. I'll post it up um, a little bit later. Um, can you help my audience right now? For some of them that are just starting their fitness journey, some of them that are lacking 
I don't know, motivation to work out, or maybe they're just stuck and they've plateaued. Um, what advice do you have for them if they're trying to get like wherever they are? Because you were, you had, you had like, you had a belly, man. And I've seen two transformations where he went from a belly to a full blown like six pack abs. And like we had summer and he's probably just going to get leaner. So, like, what advice do you have for people to get their own abs? I think um, two parts to it, two parts to the, um, to the answer. Um, first part is the whole discipline thing um it shouldn't matter about your like well motivation helps okay but if you rely on motivation then there's going to be days where you won't have it um if you can build dedication and discipline that will override any sort of motivational issues you will have second part is believing in the process um doing anything worth um you know do anything that's worth doing doesn't isn't done overnight you can't do that overnight right you know making making money, making, you know, a million dollars, that's not, you can't do that overnight. You know, the reason why it's so good is because it's hard to obtain, it's hard to get, um, and people that get there, they enjoy their life. Same with, I think, um, becoming fit. Um, you know, it's going to take time, and um, if you weigh yourself every hour, you're not going to see a change. If you weigh yourself every day, it's not going to be much of a change. If you weigh yourself every week, two weeks then you can you will be able to see a change as long as obviously calories in versus calories out so um i wouldn't be looking for a short fit term fix so i mean up the 100 days is basically it's clearly evident for me that you can't do anything short term has to be long term and you have to believe in it and then um because it's long you have to work on your discipline Mm, cool guys that's pretty much the gist of it the juice of it like you've seen the transformation you've seen pretty much what it takes to get the body that you've wanted and it comes down to discipline like i had someone dm me the other day um actually this morning it's like man i'm really struggling like i put this voice in my head saying like i start something and i stop like he mentioned it take it took him 20 days for him to stop feeling the brain fog it took him 20 days to start seeing his body change a lot of you guys just start and 14 days later you just start and stop you're just donating to the gym like literally if you look at gym memberships 40 percent of gym memberships are a donation like you don't even show up you, you can't. And um, I think it's also routine. So I, I think um, kind of balancing your routine with work and gym is is important. Um, I try to get my workout done in the mornings. So then I've got the rest of the day to do work. Um, I'm a little bit more, um, uh, I'm, I'm pro- probably easier to, to do that because I'm self-employed. I um so I'm able to kind of choose my hours, mm. but I mean, if you live in Victoria, it's it's summer now. The sun's getting up at seven ten, uh, six ten, so you can get up earlier. You can get you know the, there's daylight at like five fifty, even earlier. You can get up earlier, hit the gym, get it all done. So then um you know um you've got the rest of the day to do your work, and then um you know sleeping is the worst. Mm. Routine plays a big part. We'll leave you with this um before I ask you where my audience can find you if they're looking for the a mortgage broker that they can trust because you've, yeah. you've been in the industry for a while. I'll leave you with this. So my brother mentioned routine. So in terms of willpower and making decisions, there's only so much decisions you can make. So if you're having trouble just like taking the first steps of getting the car and driving to the gym, which is the only step that actually matters because once you're there, it's pretty much done. I would advise before you go to bed tonight, pack all your gym gear, pack it all. Have your protein shake ready, have your runners ready, have your towel ready, have the clothes that you're going to wear, have a playlist that's going to be set up for you tomorrow. It's all packed. It's all done. So the less decisions that you make, the easier the habit becomes. All right. So Anthony, where can my audience find you? Why should they look for a mortgage broker? 
Um, oh, many reasons. So basically, if it 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 it, it help, it's basically part of your success, right? I mean, you look at all the millionaires and billionaires; they all they, part of their portfolio contains a, a ton of property as assets. And there's a reason they don't. You can't, unlike currency, you can't print more land. Um, you know, if there's you know forty percent of the currency in the U.S. today was printed in the last year in circulation it was printed last year so they're just making the your dollar worth less and less and less that's the us so um obviously we we live in australia we do tend to kind of um follow their economy a lot and we do practice how they manage their money as well um property they you you can't print more land or assets you just can't do that anymore so um i've been quite successful helping people buy their first home and I've got clients that we're looking at the second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth property. There's a few people started. in here that you've helped, Daryl. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a few I've people in this. People. Yeah. Our, like pretty much our family live across this whole street where you've helped like most of our uncles and aunties get their own first home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's um, there's about 6,000 mortgage brokers in Australia. So it's not, we're rare. And about, I'd say maybe 20 or 30% of us actually do mortgage brokering full time. Um, so you need to find, if it's not me, wink, wink, you need to find someone that can do that. You're going into a bank, is that's old school. That's like, um, why would you, um, if you needed food, why would you go to 7-Eleven when you can go to Coles or Woolworths? You know, you, you want to get more options and a mortgage broker is that person that can kind of do that, especially one that works every day. Um, that is in the thick of things. It changes so often now. We have interest rate rises every, almost feels like every day now, but it's every month. Um, had one yesterday. And if you're not looking at it constantly, then you don't know, you know, you're only guessing and, and making assumptions. But if you've got someone that um, is in it, like in the thick of it all, um, and they can help you, then they would be able to give you the best advice. Mm, beautiful. Okay. Where, where, <laughs> my grandma's saying hi. Where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Instagram now on uh, anthony.q.hong. Anthony.q.hong. Yeah. Um, I'll vet because it's on like the interwebs. I'll vet it through Instagram first. And then if it sounds all good and it seems like it's something that I can help you with, um, you know, we'll, we'll take it via email and we'll take it through a proper interview over the phone, over um, Zoom or, 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 or Teams or whatever you guys use. And um, we can go from there. All right, guys, bro, thank you so much for joining um, the Think Inspired podcast. So I know it's not going to be the last time and welcome back. All right, guys, we out. Peace. Busy people, listen up. This is the number one podcast for getting momentum in your fitness journey and keeping the body of your dreams. If you're getting value from this podcast and you want to learn how to create the health and physique of your dreams so you can feel confident in your everyday life, what I want you to do is go to my Instagram, Patrick Hong Fit and DM me with the words energy. Our mission is to make busy people get the body of their dreams without spending countless hours in the gym or the kitchen. We wanna give you the tools and strategies that some of our best clients are using in 2021. So go to my Instagram, at Patrick Hong Fit, and DM me the word energy.